everybody, and welcome to The Beat. And this week, we have Ariel Mayer, who is a client, and she is going to share a little bit about her journey and her wisdom that when she visited our office this week, I had asked her if she would be willing to do a quick impromptu authentic video and because of her background she wasn't shy about it and very happy that she did it because this is such an opportunity for everybody to understand that no matter where you are no matter what you're doing no matter where you are in your journey whether you're ready to give up or you you're making progress there's always more progress we can make and we have control over ourselves and there is no good or bad there's no judgments and you're going to hear all about her journey and how she got there from this amazing young woman who's not 18 years old and ready to take on the world now with a new flow state a new way of being and a very different approach and I look forward to hearing all your comments and all of your reactions to this woman and to her authenticity of which you cannot deny through this incredible podcast today. So we are changing our format here as we near our year. And this is a perfect opportunity for you to understand how we're going to continue to give you the education that you are the champion here. You are the master of yourself and the all the perfection and progress is with inside you. And we judge not where we are now. We only know that there's progress ahead. From our heart to yours, enjoy listening to Ariel and the Beats today. Welcome to The Beats with Kelly Kennedy, and this is a segment that I've been very excited to do for almost a year now since the podcast started, because it is about bringing you naturally oriented therapists, medically enlightened doctors and specialists here on NotMeds. It's about helping you all understand how the body really works, and that is my mission to get you all for all, all to understand that we have the power inside us to heal and that from truly our heart to yours, that is what we want you to engage with is opening your heart, opening up your awareness. And to that end, one of the first clients that I've ever brought on um, the podcast on the beats really is an exemplary um, opportunity for people to get this from such a young woman who in there have been plenty of docs that have been on the show and plenty of colleagues that have been clients, but this is the first person that I've brought on that truly started as a client and has gone through the process. I've only known her about a year and a half and Ariel has just about to turn right about to turn 18 and she's an actress. So she's not afraid to be on camera, which is great. Um, but she came in like so many people. If you look at her and see what she does in her life, she looks very healthy and she's very active in her life. So you would not understand what's going on inside her body, but she came in with a laundry list of complaints. So we're going to talk a little bit about her story, what's happened and how the process has gone for her. And I encourage her to be completely honest, as I always do. Do not sugarcoat it, Ariel. Please do not do that. Um, and be real about what the experience has been like, because just like any journey in our life, there are ups and downs, as my son loves to put it, that mom has her ups and downs, but at the end, she really loves me. And <laughs> that is kind of how it goes when you're working with Kelly Kennedy. So 
thank you, Ariel Mayer, for joining us. And welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's funny because we're Zooming today, but we were just together for three days. <laughs> at which point I said, or two days, I forget. And I, at which point I said, uh, hey, you're real comfortable in front of the camera. Why don't we do this with you? This would be great because I really want people to understand how the body works. So, and when Ariel came to us, you have to understand that she did not come uninformed. You know, she's been living this way in a biological lifestyle. Her parents have as well. They've seen other practitioners, one that I've been a colleague for many years, and we've been trained very similarly through the biological approach to health. And so Ariel, tell us if you would, when you started, when you walked into true wellness, where were you at? How old are you? How old were you rather when you walked into true wellness and a little bit about where your physical body, mental body, emotional body was at? Uh, well, I believe I was just about 16 when I was walking in and I was terrified. <laughs> I had been all over the globe, all over states, different hospitals, different uh, natural doctors, just trying to get some answers. And I was kind of done. I, I didn't I didn't really care what was going to happen because I had heard that I was dying of an illness, that I was unsolvable, that I was fine, that I was faking it. So at this point, I didn't know who to believe. I just knew my body was in pain. And I was even starting to question my own reality of if I was making it up or not. So walking into the True Wellness Clinic, I was passive in many ways, passive in my healing, passive in my life, because I had been told so many different narratives and I didn't know what was my own. Um, She's a Shakespearean, Elizabethan, like, as you can hear from her language, she's not your average, like, oh, let me just chat with you. The language alone, right? You can tell <laughs> he's engaged, which is great. She's no longer passive. That was beautiful. I really appreciate you saying that. So give them a, a, an, an insight into what that felt physically for you. Like, what were you dealing with on a daily basis? Um, I, from day to day, couldn't get out of bed. I was in so much physical pain. It was once described in the more allopathic field as like uh, men, uh, abdominal migraines, um, which then contributed to my entire body seizing and uh, all of the nerve endings acting out pretty much where every joint, every movement hurt. And with my lifestyle as a ballroom dancer, that, that wasn't... Um, sustainable. I, I was exhausted all the time. I couldn't keep up with my classes. I didn't know how to, to be reliable in my own body of like, today I'm feeling good, but I don't know why. And the next day I'm feeling bad and I don't know why. And it was just this constant luck of the draw. And that's for me, not a way to live life. And you had been very in a fortunate position, if you will, to be able to travel the world. And your parents are very not only resourceful, but knowledgeable in this world. So they got you the best of the best. And, and you had been taking how, so many supplements and homeopathics. And when the list came in, I was like, I, I mean, I, I don't remember. Do you remember how many things you were, were on that list? Not that your list isn't short now. Not short. <laughs> You know, but I try to keep it to one page. Um, but a lot of that's doing things too, not just taking things. But do you remember how many things you were on when you walked in? 
Oh, way more than 20. And it was very specific. Like you have to take it at this time of day and it can't be next to food or water. And these two have to be separate. So it was, my life was very involved with, I wake up, I take medicines. I wait 15 minutes. I take more medicines. I wait 30 minutes. I take another batch. And, and I wasn't actually doing anything but taking medicines. So my entire consciousness was revolving around me being sick. Um, and I think that also propelled so much uh, of my health declining in many ways. And the relationship with your parents at that point, because of course, like any parent would, right? They're adamant about, oh, I'm going to find something to fix my kid and I'm going to search high and low until I find a way to fix my kid. What was the interaction with your parents at 16 years old and how did you feel? And how long had you been on the journey at that point at 16, feeling this way? I first got Lyme in third grade and that's kind of what kick-started everything so eight so about more than half of my life I had been in Connecticut New York or Connecticut Connecticut, New York she lives in Connecticut near New York and so you know and I we're in Pennsylvania and so this is like Lyme country yeah and as you said I'm extremely privileged and lucky and so grateful for the support that my family uh provides and seeks out but at that time it became less of a choice that they were they were trying to fix me and fix my body and I was overwhelmed I I wasn't feeling like I was being heard so I would just stop taking medicines because my body felt like it couldn't handle it and that completely annoyed my parents who were trying to do everything and I absolutely understand why it annoyed them but also from my position it was this isn't helping me this is making me more sick and nobody's listening so I'm going to take a drastic step and just stop And that's the only way people are going to hear me. And that was kind of where I came in with you, Kelly. And I still sometimes do that. When I get overwhelmed, the first thing to go is me taking my supplements. And I would love to everybody to acknowledge that she went from calling them medicines to supplements. Good job. Because (laughs) when she showed up, she was like, I'm taking all these medicines and I'm looking through the list and I'm like, I don't see any pharmaceutical drugs here. She's like, well, yeah, my medicines. I was like, whoa, 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 we're going to change the conversation. This is not about medicine. It's about supplements. We're only going to supplement until we've changed the lifestyle enough that we don't need the supplement, right? And so now she just went through something. She took a break from taking supplements. Um, and now she, yesterday, one of our big appointments was, okay, what do I need to take? I stopped everything for a while, but I'm ready now. And that was, that warms my heart when she said, I'm ready now because this is not the same young woman I met two years ago, a year and a half ago, that was completely apathetic in regards to her healthcare and apathetic in regards to life and not like had a lot of vision in regards to what she wanted in her life and had a lot of passion, drive and devotion, but didn't have the juice to make it all happen and wasn't excited about it and was letting a lot of stuff. And were you able to accomplish at the time that we met you, were you able to accomplish your functions on a daily basis, like going to school and keeping up with all your extracurricular activities? Were you functioning? Very, um, with a lot of compromise, a lot of compromise of myself, of my sleep. I, I would wake up at the middle of the night because that was the only time I felt motivated to do homework or had the ability to do homework. So it was on a wonky schedule and, and I don't consider that functioning really. So fast forward a year and a half, for, well, before we fast forward, what was it like that first 
two visits that you came to the office for two to three days and working with both Ian and myself. You can throw anybody under the bus. <laughs> um, it was informative. There was a moment when I was working with Ian and it completely broke my heart. Um, when there, we were talking about, like you said, I had so many ambitions and I still have ambitions to, to help change the world. And he, he told me I couldn't change the world, that nobody could change the world. And that, for lack of a better phrasing, sucked. I, I, it hurt so deeply. Um, and today I look back on it and I, I don't know where we stand with those opinions. I still think somebody can inspire the world to change. I think him saying that I cannot change the world has fact in it, which I cannot make anybody change. I can only lead by example. That was the point. And, and that's the point to challenge your belief systems because the belief systems is often what makes us sick. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's rigidity, right? The rigidity of a belief system that frames things and paralyzes us, prisons us in some way to be flexible, to see it from a different perspective. And just in this little short clip, I'm sure people have seen, wow, she's already looking at it from her parents' perspective only a year and a half later where they were at and can already not hold anger, resentment, frustration, all that with her. She's released that. And so she's more able to be in alignment with her parents and herself and her life and when somebody like Ian has a different spin on it, which he always does, I mean, that's his job in my life is to, well, oh, I know you think the sky's blue, but you ever consider that it's uh, green and yellow together? Well, it's, <laughs> blue? Well, it's, not. it's green and yellow together is different than blue. And you're like, hmm, but, but, but it is, right? And then how many times have we talked about semantics and words and all of that? Yeah. So it, it wasn't easy in the Yernazo. How was your first oh, now? I actually enjoy them now, but it definitely was a journey to get there. Wow. They were, whew, in, it was anxiety inducing. But I think another thing just to point out is you were talking about language. Being at True Wellness has shifted the language that I use, that it didn't induce my anxiety. It just induced anxiety and I don't own that anxiety it just happened and it flowed through me and like I as a Shakespeare person as you can see with all of my books behind me really love language and being being at your center being working with you and Ian I I have shifted the language I use to speak to myself, to speak to others, uh, to think in and as an actress that's super important because I I choose to speak without the word not as much as possible and it is difficult it is extremely difficult at times because it 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 makes me more vulnerable because I, I I cannot say my message with these um alterations I have to say it directly and I have to choose okay, instead of what I don't want to happen or what I don't want to say or what I don't want them to do, what do I want? And, and that is a whole new world and a whole new message. And I think for me as an actor, that's really helped, but also just me as a person. Very well said. Very well 
So where are you at today outside of that emotional shift, obviously, and the, the ability to feel like you're in more control of creating your own life? Where are you at physically? And, and it's not just been work we've done, just to be clear. She sees a cranial sacral therapist. She continues to work on herself at home. She's engaged with therapies at home. She's had some other outside extraneous things done to alleviate some stressors in her bodies, which were all things that we were completely on board and in alignment with at the right time. So without giving too much of your case, I don't want, you know, that's not my place. Um, well, my body today feels as though it is my body. I have ownership over it and I, I am very conscious of every decision I make. I, when I came in, there were very few foods I could eat. I had, it was easier to say the foods I could eat versus the foods I couldn't eat because that list was pages long. And now I truly can eat whatever I like and just have a consciousness of, okay, I am choosing to eat this. I'm going to use it for my highest and best good. I, I do not put the, I, I, I want to make sure to keep the energy out into the world that this is being, this is good for me. Um, and I know that I have my free will and I can be stronger than if it affects me. And if it affects me and I get a tummy ache or whatever that is, that's okay. And I made that choice consciously knowing that that was a possibility. Um, and I think it's also just helped me be less extreme in my body and how I function. Like some days I can take all of my supplements. Some days I can only take a few and that's okay. I'm still gaining benefit. Um, and it's not an all or nothing. Life isn't all or nothing. Oh, I feel like a proud mama right now. <laughs> Even though she hasn't read the two books I've been recommending for six months. <laughs> I'm getting there. <laughs> yesterday, she did start the bar agreements yesterday, but you know, and I want to say too, to speak to this, like when Ariel and Ali first started working together, you know, I was a different person as well. And I was a bit harder and a bit more forceful and a bit rigid and more, more fixed in many ways. And I feel like, you know, just like everything in life, we've journeyed this together because as she's been more open and vulnerable, I've been more open and vulnerable because this is about us co-creating our healings together so that we can go out and impact more people. Like, you know, listen, the one argument I've had with Ian for 25 years is very similar to that argument. That's one of the things we, but at the same time, what Ian said is true. There's truth to it. It's just the only person we can change is us. That's what he's saying. I, the only option we have is this. And in this meaning, I'm touching my body for those listening. I'm pointing to my heart. Like we have the opportunity to control our body and our reactions to life. And to Ariel's point, when she was living pre, when we met her, her diet was much more rigid. And if she went outside of that, bleh, I would be in the hospital. Right. So sick. And the whole world would crumble down. And it's like, as her body's gotten healthier from doing more lymphatic work, from doing fascia work, from opening up the emotional heart, from doing the nasotherapies, from clean, doing all the things that we do, the body now regulates better. It compensates better. Even though we've not used that language, that's what's happening. And now she can tolerate that, but she also, she can tolerate popcorn at the movie theater, which is something that she keeps coming up every time I talk to her for some reason. And so, you know, GMO corn with crappy butter on it at the movie theater. 
By the way, movie theaters, that'd be a great idea. How about an organic popcorn corn movie theater? Anybody want to start that? I'm there. Uh, <laughs> good organic grass-fed butter. Oh, dude, so oh, good. Goodness. That would be such a good idea. Okay, that being said, somebody else take that idea and run with it. Um, with like, if you if she ate something like that, she's not going to stress herself out. She's going to go, okay. There's a reason I got that. I'm going to maybe pump my lymph, take some enzymes, take some Regulat, help that move through my body. And oh, it was worth it. It was great to sit there and eat that popcorn while I watched, you know, whatever the movie, film it. The Little Mermaid, considering. <laughs> oh boy. I had to bring it up. Come on. Look at her hair. Come on. <laughs> so, you know, and it's a good point though, that you become more flexible, able to deal with life in every sort of way. And, and one of the reasons, so what's your pain level like? What's your joints? How do you function throughout your day? Are you compensating still? And please be honest. I'm definitely compensating still, um, but it's with an awareness. It's a, okay, I can either choose to make the time for that or I, I can wait and let it continue to bug me a little bit. Um, and there's also, as we were talking yesterday when we were in person, there's levels for me where I'm like, surface level, I feel much better than I've ever felt. If I go a little deeper, yeah, my knee is a little wonky at the moment. My muscles kind of ache. Uh, if I go even deeper, where is that coming from? Do I feel it in my stomach? Do I feel it in my liver? Do I need more water? And I'm able to kind of regulate through those levels as I choose, which is really helpful. So it can help me be more present in my body when I choose and not. And ultimately I'd love to be more present in my body at all times, but I also know that since there is still some pain in there for me to function, I sometimes um, am more superficial in, in, my, in my vessel of, of being. Um, and also to your point earlier about like being able to eat the crazy popcorn and whatnot and doing different surgeries, or I recently did a surgery um, and it was a big deal whether, yes, this is going to give me a lot of scars and that's going to be a problem for my body in some ways, but it's going to let my lymph flow a lot better. And everything in life is a give and take. And as long as you're conscious of the, as long as I'm conscious of the decision, um, I, I can know that, yes, I am sacrificing something, but I think the gain for the next of what I'm getting from that sacrifice is, is okay. And that's a neutral decision. I, I try to believe there is nothing good or bad. It's just how you approach it. And as long as there's a consciousness, and I think that has really come and developed with working with Kelly and Ion and at True Wellness, um, of not judging where I'm at at any moment. Listen, y'all, like I, this was such a spontaneous thing for us to do today. And this has been such a gift. And I'm going to ask her one more question, but I really encourage if this resonates with you, or if you know somebody this might resonate with, please share this because her ability to portray the message that I try to get out to people is exemplary. And I appreciate your time, Ariel, and your honesty and your vulnerability and your safety and your changing and your ability to face yourself and have honest self-reflection and self-evaluation without the judgment, which is 
something I have worked on greatly throughout the years to not judge to just, it is, it is, there is no good or bad. It is all, it's all, it's all the things, it's all the things all the time. And it's all those things. And when you're on the other side of it, it's all the things and it's all really good. And you know, it sucks at first when you're like, you're in control of your own life. And then you're like, I'm driving this train that's been crashing for years. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're like, wait, I can drive this train. It won't crash. And I can drive it on the Audubon really fast and really through the woods and off the hills we go. And it's really, 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 really fun. And Ariel was one of my biggest pain in the butt clients when I first met her. The practitioner that sent her to me, I know her very well. And I can only imagine how those two personalities rubbed the entire wrong way. And I thought to myself, this is going to go really bad or it's going to go really, really good. And that's based upon us staying open through the process because there have been plenty of times that Ariel said things to me that I'm like, you know what? Okay, I'll hear that. I hear, heard, heard that. And let's have an open conversation about that. So my last question before my battery dies on my computer is if you have a, a message through your journey of your life as, and particularly through the journey of true wellness and what that's given you, I'm going to ask you to answer that while I step out and plug in my computer for a second so it doesn't die because I want this message to be heard. But what is that message if you could engage, if you could give it to the world and you were to stand on the stage and say, okay, this is the message I want them to understand, the lesson I learned. Um, I think I'm gonna repeat a little bit. So forgive me. Uh, the message I would choose is to truly lead by example because your surroundings, if you want to change them, are a reflection of yourself. So changing yourself first will impact everyone. We're, we're creatures of, um, uh, we're social creatures. And that saying monkey see, monkey do is very true. So if you are able to shift what is bothering you, if you see an element in somebody else, if I see an element in, in my mom per se that bothers me, I look, okay, why does that bother me? Is that something that's reflected in my personality that I don't like in my personality? And then I dress it in myself and all knows it, it doesn't bother me anymore. And, it, and it's, it's absolutely remarkable, as well as just being awake to every decision. I, I am taking steps in my life where I'm actively choosing to play into like the education system and, and the lead is a, elitism system of, of, of knowledge that we have in our society, but I'm doing so consciously to get a gain, hopefully at the end of the tunnel. Um, and that's okay, as long as I know I am playing into the system and I am okay with that for the time being. That's awesome. Well, truly from our heart to yours, I pray that everybody learns exactly what she learned, which is you got this. You did this. You did the hard work. You showed up. You engaged. And that's why you have the results that you have and have the perspective, the life flow, and the being state that you get to experience every day. And thank you. Thank you to you and uh, True Wellness and Ian for, for holding that mirror up to reflect back to me all the time and, and calling me in and making me aware of of myself and my being. I, I truly could not be here without you guys. And I'm so, so grateful for, for the messages that you have sent to me in, in 
just in life. I'm, I'm so thankful. Well, we are grateful as well. And as one of my mentors always said, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Yes. <laughs> to that end, from our heart to yours, we'll see you next time on The Beats. Thank you.